Well, good day, everybody. This is day seven of the 21 day Facebook live events on um, we're discussing the beliefs in lack create suffering, the beliefs in lack. I have already uh, posted in the Kusala Consulting group. If you'd like to join that group, I put all the content and materials and diagrams in there. Um, if you go to the file section, you can, um, you can download them from there. As you can see, I have already prepared the first seven misconceptions we have discussed um, during the course of this week. And today, I'll, we're just going to wrap it up. Watch when I come home. Thank you. If you can just confirm the sound, Laurie, that would be great. Thank you so much. So today, I'd just like to wrap it up where we've been discussing the misconceptions. What are misconceptions? They are, these are collective beliefs. These collective beliefs that we have all been believing to be true are the source of our suffering. I have created a poster where you can see them all clearly, one by one. Thank you, George. Um, let me just go through them. So the first day we discussed um, the belief, I am what I am feeling. And we spoke about beliefs and we spoke about thoughts and we spoke about feelings and how, what a feeling really is. A feeling is simply an indication, not something to suffocate, not something to recreate. It is simply indicating what experience you're having right now where your conscious attention is focused upon and therefore you're getting feedback of the experience. You're actually getting to experience this, the experience you are currently focused on. So are you the feeling? No, the feeling is an indicator. Number two, feeling lack is a problem. Feeling lack is not a problem. Feeling not enoughness is not a problem. It is an indicator. All right. Number three, the mind is who I am. And today, we'll really wrap that up today. You are not the mind. The mind is the tool that has the qualities of defining, describing, categorizing, judging, criticizing, pigeonholing. It is simply a descriptive mode. It describes what it is seeing on this platform, on this vibrational platform. You are not that. Number four, we must improve ourselves. When you believe to be the self, when you believe to be the experience, when you believe to be this body and mind, there is always an indication I'm not enough because all you're doing is experiencing this vibrational platform. There is no improvement here. The only thing that you'll be improving is your vibration. That is the only thing that you can achieve in the sense of where you're focused on. So you're not improving this self. There is no improvement of the self. The self of where you are on this vibrational platform is designed to have this experience. Number five, I need money to feel abundant. It is furthest from the truth. Money does not allow you to feel abundant. Feeling abundant would allow you to feel abundant. And we all are striving to collect this thing called money. Number six, I am separate from everyone else. 
Whereas the experience of believing to be this experience of this vibrational platform makes you separate, has the illusion, the perception of being separate. Whereas who you really are, we are all part of the one source. So when you're drifting off in the woods and having a temporary experience on different vibrational platforms, this is who you think you are. But who you really are is the source where it is feeling already unconditional love, compassion, joy, love, abundant. And guess what? Each and every single one of us come from the same source. Therefore, number six, that is not it. And today, I would like to discuss how it is so that believing all of this, you are actually creating experiences. Instead, you're believing, I am creating myself. So let's dive into that. So these are seven misconceptions I've come across and where all the spiritual teachers are talking about, uh, the, the publics are, are, talk, are talking about, and everyone's sort of pointing to these. If you have, if you've identified that you believe all seven of this, the experience of lack will definitely be spot on. You believe six out of the seven, slightly less. You believe five out of seven, slightly less. The point where you don't believe any of these, you cannot experience lack. There will be no illusion of lack. If you've got seven out of seven, you're experiencing lack. If you've got five out of seven, you're experiencing some degree of lack. Even if you're experiencing, you're believing one out of seven, you're still perceiving a sense of not enoughness to not such a degree. Isn't that good to know that it's simply the belief in one of these or in all of these, you are now experiencing lack. You know this is what I'm experiencing. So today, I'd like to really come bridge this gap where what is really happening is that you are a painter painting different paintings, allowing yourself to have different experiences. And who you really are is painting, painting, and then creating another one, painting, painting, another one, and another one, and another one, infinite different versions of experiences. Instead, who you believe to be right now, right here, you believe to be the painting and therefore you're confused why am i having the same experience over and over again because you're the painting you believe to be it therefore there is no other experience this is the only painting this is the only colors this is the only forms i see so you wake up in the morning believing you're the painting and you look around, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. It's the same form. It's the same design. It's the same colors. And you keep, and why am I having the same experience? Because the illusion that you are the painting, how are you supposed to improve that one painting? It's a work of art. There's nothing to improve. That is one experience. So by investigating and contemplating and inquiring who you really are, you are not the creator of this experience. 
This is the experience. You are the actual experience. The one you think to be is the experience. There is no you. This mind, body, having this experience is part of the experience. Have you noticed then when the body is sick, it is having an experience. The body has modified itself in order to have the experience of being sick. And you say, I am sick. No, you're having the experience of being sick. The body modifies. Your face looks different and changes color. And when the body puts on some weight, now you're having the experience of the experience of having put on weight. Then you're having the experience of losing weight. Then you're having the experience of being ill. Then you're having the experience of feeling healthy. Now you're having the experience of, of winning the lottery. And now you're having the experience that you don't have any of that. Then you're having the experience and you're not having, and so forth and so on. And next week, starting from tomorrow, we will dive into contrast and how duality is actually allowing us to have all these tools in order to create more and more and more experiences. But the you that you currently believe to be is the experience. The painter, so who's the painter? If I've discovered now that this is the painting, I'm having a temporary experience on one of these vibrational platforms, who is the painter? Where's the painter? I've never met him. And here I am all along thinking I was the creator of my experience. Who is the painter? Who is the knowing of these experiences? Nobody can tell you who it is unless you go and investigate yourself. And it is simply a, a moment of wanting to prioritize that above all else. Nothing is more important if you understand that everything out here is part of the painting. The painting doesn't have the answers. Your bank account doesn't have the answers. The market in the morning doesn't have the answers. The news doesn't have the answers. Your friends don't have the answers. They are part of the experience. They are playing out their parts perfectly. And everything around you will show you that. And that's what we call triggers. Everyone is here. When you feel triggered by something, when you get annoyed at something, when you get a response, a reaction, something has triggered you. Why? It is reminding you of what you are currently believing. And if the belief that you are currently believing allows you to feel the sensation of lack, not enoughness, not good enough, not worthy enough, not important enough, you've just got a trigger. And it's indicating that what you're currently believing right here, right now, is not true. It's a misconception. You're believing in something that's not true. Why do you think that in the past, seeing a homeless person on, on, the, on the ground, nobody would go up to him? Why? Because looking at him, it would remind themselves of how lackful they feel. It scares the living crap out of them. Oh my God, what if that's me one day? It's a trigger. That's why there's not tons and hundreds of people running towards each ho homeless and saying, here, darling, have my coat, have my shoes, come and have a meal with me. Because they are, they are perfect triggers for who feels lack. 
now the level of consciousness is rising. I have seen some beautiful initiations where people are putting beautiful coats that they no longer need or wish, and they put them on the hangers and they leave them outside during the winter. That um, I've seen people create restaurants for them and things like that. The level of consciousness is rising, you know. So everything out here in your painting that you're able to see is there to serve you to awaken to the painter. This beautiful body that you have, the tools that you have is in the painting. And the pain that this experience is having, who you really are, hasn't felt that pain at all because it stays firm in its knowing of who it really is. And as you go along with your consciousness and focus there, Wherever it is that you are, that you're perceiving some form of lack, and you believe to be this painting, you believe to be this experience, you are not the experience. You are the one knowing the experience. You are the knowing factor. Knowing, awareness, pure awareness, knowing the experience. So we're simply misinformed. You're not doing anything wrong. You're simply misinformed. I'm quite sure if we were handed this information when we were children coming into this world and we were brought up knowing who we really are, then it would be all different. But then again, how would we be having different experiences? All I want to really convey to you today is when you really know who you are, the joy of creating different experiences will be your highlight. You'll wake up in the morning and you won't be doing what you're doing to achieve anything. You'll be doing what you're doing because it feels good. It feels good. You won't be keeping track of how much you have in your bank account. You won't be keeping track of how many people have validated you. You won't be keeping track of how many followers you have and if someone has said a good comment or a bad comment or if someone likes you or dislikes you because you understand. You understand that everyone is having their own experiences. So if you are the highlight that somebody has now targeted you, that you are not liked and they will disapprove of you that is the experience that they are now allowing themselves to have if you would like to join that experiences you can run off in the bushes and get offended or not get offended or hold the space or be or love him unconditionally as you, you have free will to choose your experiences Everything you want, you want it for the feeling you think it's going to give you. And what we want is to feel the feeling. You feel the feeling. I often wake up in the morning and just say, what feeling would I like to feel today? What is it that I have not experienced yet? It doesn't feel like I need to achieve anything anymore. It is simply the experiences. You are the creator of experiences. Not this experience is not the creator of experiences. This is part of the experience. This body has been very, 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 very thin and very, very ill. Now this body is feeling so much more healthy and healthier, healthier, and a little bit more plump. 
This body now is having an experience of longer hair instead of shorter hair. This body is now having experience of glasses and seeing through this. It is part of the experience. This is the experience. Who you are cannot is never seen, but encompasses all of the experiences. So the seventh misconception of today is that you believe to be the painting. You believe to be separate from the experience. I am here, the experience is happening in front of me. The homeless chap is there, I am here. But guess what? You, in front of the homeless chap, on the street with the trees and the car, is all one experience. Snapshot. Done. Who knows this experience? only by dropping into the heart and really feeling who knows the witnessing the knowing the awareness awareness that is who you truly are but unless you don't recognize i am the one that knows you can't even say it because the moment you define i am the one that knows it's again inside the experience everything you utter with this mouth it's just creating this experience just like I'm sitting in front of this computer today and being here this is an experience we're having and just by telling these tales of the past and examples and metaphors and pointers and using these words which we'll discover from tomorrow how these beautiful tools how it is so that you've got all these paintbrushes and creating different colors and different events and situations and interactions with people is actually you as awareness allowing you just to flow all this love and unconditional love and abundance through you, who you think you are, through this body, into this experience. Those are the colors. Those are the textures. Those are the perfumes that you can smell all flowing through you. This body's never achieved anything in its life. All it's done is participated in the experience, played out its part. You have never achieved anything. You have simply had the experience. The achievement that you have, you feel that sweet spot of achievement is you moving vibrationally towards source. That's the only thing you've ever achieved. And it's the only thing you must achieve. The achievement of just allowing yourself to feel better, 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 until you feel that sweet spot of, yes, I know that I know and I don't care that anyone else doesn't know. I don't need to explain anything. I feel good and that's it. But when you're feeling good and you're feeling one with who you really are. Nobody really needs to ask any questions. They can see it. And now you create a completely different experience. Now you, through you, you bring forth that love and you're present. 
So instead of crying, you'd be there with a smile on your face, feeling utter love, compassion and understanding. That is, a, that is an important element that you're bringing into this picture, into this experience for everyone else to touch base with. You bring in that pure truth. You're not believing of any of these lies. You don't believe in any of these misconceptions. You hold your truth. Can you convince others? No. But you can hold firm that feeling. Everyone is so afraid of feeling. I did say that if anyone has any questions, today would be the perfect day because tomorrow I'd really like to move on onto the creative mode that we're actually we're actually doing and I can't wait. But I do want to wrap up today the first seven days of just pointing out what we're currently believing and why those beliefs are currently creating the pain that you're feeling. It would be lovely if you could just sit with those seven misconceptions and inquire and see how many you hold true and see how many you've been trying to achieve and see how many that you've been bluntly, blindly just believing without ever, ever questioning. Just by inquiring in those seven misconceptions, your whole world will change. You will be allowing yourself to feel so much better. The resistance will fall. It's by holding on to your guns and believing those beliefs. This is who I am, I know. You've offended me. It's only seven of them. Inquire. And put the struggle down. Put your armor down. Put all that down. There is nothing out here that will ever, ever help you. Not all the money in the world. Not all the fame in the world. Not all the importance in the world. Whatever you think importance is. The circumstances and the events and the situations and the people out there don't have the answers until you are up to speed with who you really are. With who you really are. Source unconditional love you can feel that feeling right now you can you can you can and you are but you're unaware of it the feeling is already here unconditional love is here right here awareness is present right here are you aware of it you don't have to achieve right here presently for you but until you hold firm onto any of those beliefs or a variety of them a shadow of them, a part of them, slightly believe in them, now you've just muted. I can't see source, where's source? The mind cannot see source. The mind cannot know source. Mind doesn't, isn't even aware of awareness because mind is not meant to be aware. Mind is a tool that describes and defines, categorizes, pigeonholes judges, condemns, it talks a lot. It is describing the painting to you all the time. It is the subtitles. Then you have another tool, the imagery, 
that you can see what you think is out there. And what you think is out there is only happening within you. What is really happening, you are completely unaware of it. Because everything out here is neutral and everyone is taking what they see from where they are standing. So as we said in the example of the supermarket, it is one place and everyone is having a different perspective about it. Some think it, it's busy, some think, oh, it's not too busy today. Something, oh, it's pretty big. Some think, oh, no, I've seen bigger, this is small. Everyone is having a different take from it. They're feeling different. They are sensing things differently. They are perceiving things differently. Every single perception is valid. Which one is supporting you today? And by seeing the perception, you can now find out where your location is. Where are you currently located? On which platform, vibrationally? Source, who you really are, doesn't live anywhere. It is that which holds all of those. It's interesting, Marie and I have been traveling for about six years. Um, we were digital nomads for quite a long time. And when I look at some photographs or I see a name pop up on a messenger or something, I have to, my mind has to discover where I met this person, where was this photograph taken, in order to actually bring up the memory. We've been to about 20-odd countries in the past six years. And in order to recognize where that photograph was taken, because, I mean, there are just so many beaches and palm trees and, and things like that, I have to find out where the location is first, which country were we in, and then the memory can come up. Huh? Like, if you don't have a point of reference of a location, I, don't, I have no recollection of that. I don't even know it. I just don't know it even happened. So that's what the mind does. It describes your location, your current situation, and the feeling is the indication, yes, I li I'm living here on this. I believe this. This is what I believe, and therefore this is where I'm living. And now your perspective is seeing and describing your vibrational frequency habitat that is all an experience if you didn't have the ability to feel you wouldn't even know you're having an experience isn't that interesting no feeling no experience which means the absence of an experience and what are you left with black if you're not feeling you're not having the experience you're not aware of the experience therefore you're only perceiving the lack that you think is here I don't see what I want I don't see what I want I don't see what I want but until you hold firm to the belief you won't be able to see what you want You'll need to move your focus and your conscious focus attention to that which you want to see, meaning you need to feel better, you need to feel differently, you need to be able to shift from one painting to another. 
You need to be painting another painting, but as the painter. So priority number one, make the feeling essential. Make the feeling the priority. Feel the feeling instead of trying to get to the money in order to feel abundance, because that's a lie. It is a useless lie. And if you've been at it all, all your life, well, you're welcome. Um, all the money in the world will not make you feel abundance. Abundance is a feeling. The money is paper. It won't give you the feeling. You are the only one that can really experience the feeling. Notice. Notice. Notice your feeling. Right now, notice. And when you feel what you're feeling right now, what you're doing is you're allowing awareness to come in. Now, you've, you've, you've allowed awareness to come in and be with your belief. And that will soften it. When you inquire and you say, okay, I give up, and you ask the question, could it be that this belief is not true? Now, what have you done? Instead of holding on to the, I believe this is true, what have you done? You've softened it. You've inquired. You've questioned. Could it be that I've been wrong all this time? But God forbid, being wrong is even the worst thing the mind thinks. You can't be wrong. That's why we're all having wars. I'm right, you're wrong, and we fight. Being wrong is the worst thing. The mind knows what it knows, and it sees what it sees, and of course it's right. It knows what it knows, and it sees what it sees. It knows it's right. But when you bring in that question, could it be that there's something else happening here? Could it be the inquiry, the inquiry? When I began to question the nature of reality, I was appalled that no one's ever been able to confirm the nature of reality. Scientists are still spinning around in circles. What do you mean nobody's confirmed the nature of reality? The nature of reality? They're still trying to guess this thing. What is reality? What you think you call reality is your temporary experience of the painting. How do you feel or imagine an emotion that you have never felt before, such as euphoria or bliss or ecstasy? How do you conjure it? Nice question, George. And this is what we'll be diving into starting from tomorrow. Exactly. Thanks to that question, how do I know? How do I know an emotion such as euphoria or bliss or ecstasy how do I conjure that up? Out of the blue, on the spot, how do I conjure that up? Guess where? Guess what? With that question, where does your focus go? You need to experience something that will then inspire you to bliss. That's why we, we voluntarily and willingly go out into the bushes. We go looking for contrast because when you find out what you don't like, and how that made you feel, you have a pretty clear idea 
of what the opposite. So once you've discovered the problem, you're now focused on the solution. Once you have discovered the lack, then you're inspired. I only, the only reason why I was, I was on the search is because I had experienced so much lack of worthiness and so much lack of importance and so much lack of money and so much lack of time and so much time. All this lack inspired me to what? When you know, then you kind of reach for that feeling. You, you cannot know one without the other. So if you've never experienced bliss and someone just says the word bliss, what comes with the word bliss? Does it come with a full package of the feeling? No. So the word bliss, now if you wake up every morning, what does bliss feel like? I wonder what bliss feels like. Hmm. Now where are you focused? Your conscious attention is focused on the question, what does bliss feel like? And if you stay there for as long as, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes, what does bliss feel like? I wonder what bliss feels like. Just allow to use your imagination. Guess what? For five, six minutes, you haven't been focused on, on the absence of bliss. You've been looking at bliss. Your attention is now wanting to see it. Like when I was looking for the drone, my attention, I couldn't see it. I want to see it. So if you keep asking that question and just let that be, is that your, is that your desire? What is your desire? I don't have enough of this. What would it feel like to not have that issue? I don't feel important enough. Who would you be without that thought? If it didn't occur to you that you weren't important enough, if you've always believed you were important, those are the questions that by asking them, you're now turning the cheek, turning the other cheek to want to see. You're, you've turned the lamp, you've put the light on your desire. All hands on board here, all attention is here. So that means your attention is not on what inspired you to it. Lack, it's not here, I want to see it. You're done. It didn't traumatize you of not seeing it. Now the desires come through, I don't see it, I want to see it. I don't feel it, I want to feel it. But you wouldn't have been able to say, I want to feel it, if you hadn't experienced the absence of it first. That's why the beauty of duality in this time-space reality is so exciting. Because when you bump into something that displeases you, and you know it displeases you because you're getting the indication that you've landed on that vibrational platform, now you know. So, George, how do you feel or imagine an emotion that you have never felt? That's a good question. You sit with it. How does bliss feel like? How does euphoria feel like? So research. Get a couple of movies where, I don't know, people that have gone rags to riches that are in complete euphoria or these beautiful love stories of bliss and try and tap into it and focus on it. Research it. Be the explorer. This is what I want to do now. This is what I want to do now. I want to experience the experience of euphoria. And you will know 
that you're up to speed with it because you are expecting it. You are now focused on it. And that's what momentum does. And that's why 21 days is good. And that's why focusing on the same thing, you wake up in the morning and say, aha, I'm exploring bliss today. Aha, I'm exploring bliss today. Write things down. So, but in order to explore bliss, so where are you? What is the distance? You're not going to explore, I'm feeling lack and tomorrow you're feeling bliss. It is a wanting to get up to speed with it. But you're not going to do it with this experience. You need to surrender this experience you think you are. You're not going to do it with the mind. You're not going to think yourself to bliss. Bliss is a feeling. Happiness, enjoyment, euphoria is a feeling. Therefore, try and imagine mind up here. I'm just going to sort of do this silly diagram, but let's just imagine the communication of mind and thinking is up here and feeling is down here. All right. So you're thinking and feeling, thinking, feeling. You're more focused up here. Thinking, 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 thinking. No one seems to bring any attention to the feeling factor. The mind will never bring you to awareness. The mind will never bring you to bliss. The mind will never, mind will describe bliss when you get there. Mind will describe revenge when it gets there. Mind will describe blame when it gets there. Mind will describe optimism when it gets there. Mind describes, that's all the thing it does. The poor fellow, he can't do anything else. The feeling, on the other hand, you just follow what feels better. So you wake up in the morning. What do you feel like doing? Oh, I'd love a shower. Yes. Off you go. Oh, I'd love a walk. Let's go for a walk. And then you look. Yesterday, I had to go to a hardware store because my lamp went out. So I need to go get a bulb. And I walk in, and there's like nine people standing in line. But I want my bulb because I want to. I want to have light. So my mind kept saying, "You've got better things to do today. You've got better things to do today. This is not fun. I don't want to have. I don't want to be here." So how do I feel any better? I want my bulb because I want to see. I am here. So wanting to appreciate, I said, "I'm now going to take the time that these wonderful people in front of me are now giving me." to just be aware. And I must have been there for at least 20 minutes, just an awareness. I think it was 20 minutes, I have no idea. But it was an opportunity, I said, I'm going to stand here and be aware. Because if I stayed as the experience, as the body and the mind, it would have just had 20 minutes of, this is incredible, oh, come on, people and complaining and criticizing, defining, and describing, because that's what the mind does. So then I surrendered. I said, what feels good right now? Hmm. I went back home. But I went back home, meaning I wanted to stay with awareness. That is your home source. I didn't come back home into this house, into the experience. I went back home here where it feels nice and cozy and blissful, George. It feels blissful to know yourself. That is pure bliss. That is euphoria. 
well, euphoria is a strong, is a different word, but bliss is where you know that you know, and it's all, it's okay. Like nothing sort of grips you anymore. It's bliss is the, it's not an emotion. It's the absence of limitation. The mind says, tell me where it is, give me a map. Give me a map, I'll get there. The mind doesn't feel. The mind has never felt. The mind doesn't know. Mind is not knowing. Mind doesn't feel. Mind wants to understand. Why does it want to understand? So then it can come up with a back, with a back word and says, aha, I'll catch you out here. Because it needs to keep reproducing the same descriptions in order to feel so the body can still feel the same vibrational place so the mind needs to understand so then it can go out the back door come back in and say okay i'll react like this in order to get the same feeling of limitation that's why there's this constant strive to understand explain it to me explain it to me When you let go of understanding and like you see that the mind, every time the mind tries to understand, it's a reaching back into the experience and it's just going to keep you there. So it's like surrendering is like, I'm going to go find out for myself. Feeling. You've got to go back into the heart. So you're focused, there's focus, conscious focus on how do I feel. So we kind of get stuck here. What is? What am I thinking? No, no, no. Keep going. Be with the feeling. And when you, who you really are, bees with the feeling, now it is transcended perception of life because now there is no thinking, meaning there's no indication of those lies. When thinking has surrendered, when you just allow yourself to not be, thinking is happening, but it will only cripple you if the focus attention goes to it. If you're not giving it any attention, thinking can happen. It's not the elimination of thoughts. It's you just not being so sticky on them, like that's what I want to look at, I'm going to look at it, I'm going to look at it. Just, just no, you don't need to look at it. You don't need to be so engulfed with the thoughts smooth them down honestly i've been i've been writing every single trigger a trigger is an opportunity to find out what you're currently believing and see through that veil and see through it the moment you don't believe that you literally bring conscious awareness to it there's like a feeling of really i get excited when i get triggered now because I'm about to understand something, I said it, I'm about to see through a belief and not believe it to the same degree that I believed it before. I want to say that again. I'm about, a trigger will allow you to see a belief and see through the veil, so then you don't believe it to the same degree you've been believing it before. 
So if you don't believe it to that same degree, you'll be feeling a different indication. If you're feeling a different indication, you'll be feeling better than before. It's the intensity of believing in that misconception. If you can see that it's just a misconception, that you it's a lie, you no longer believe it, now you're going to get a different indication. And now you're moving back to source. Because every belief is an anchor away from you. It is keeping you away from actually going towards bliss. So triggers that people really, when people get triggered, like, oh my God, you said that about me, that's it, I'm not talking, and you get angry. Okay, you can get angry, but then write it down. Why did I get angry? What was I believing? What made me react like that? Because remember, actions... Thoughts, imagery, feeling, actions are all equivalent to that vibrational. So you couldn't have acted in any other way because that's what you were feeling and that's what you were thinking and that's what you were seeing. You were seeing it, you were thinking it, you were feeling it. So the action had to be equivalent to that. If you didn't believe that that person hurt you in any way, you wouldn't have seen it, you wouldn't have defined it, you wouldn't have felt it, and you wouldn't have lashed out. But the lashing out is a perfect representation that you were believing it, you were seeing it, you were defining it, and you were feeling it. You're feeling hurt. It comes with one package. So when you see that, and who's the one seeing? Who sees? Source, awareness sees. The painter. Because you lashing out and believing and seeing and feeling is the experience. It's happening. It's all happening there. So, George, you don't really create the emotion. You allow yourself to temporarily not be the painting anymore. And now shift your conscious attention to exploring, and next week we'll talk about imagination, exploring what it would feel like. It's a different experience when you are simply imagining or when you believe to be this person trying to imagine. Because remember, you as this person that you believe to be, imagining is going to come hard. Why? Because the mind can only define and describe what it's seeing. So when you're trying to use the mind to imagine, and it's going to be a struggle, because you're asking it to see something it's not designed to see. You need to step away from the experience. Step away from the experience and stay as nobody. In fact, in the Joe Dispenza meditations, he often says, in, when you're planning tomorrow today, you've got to become nobody, no thing, in no time, and no space. What he's pointing to is outside of the somebody you think to be, in the some place, in the some time, as a someone. He says it in different words. I get his drift. Um, and he's doing such a great job because um, he's speaking the language of the scientific world. Um, and there's all different. Now, how do you point to awareness? 
How can the mind point to awareness? This is why it's been going on for so long. Traveling in the dark and not knowing what to do. But we've come up with vocabulary and pointers, the painter, the painting, awareness, see, know, watch, notice, recognize, because that is all literally you can do, is just identify the mind, notice the mind, identify the qualities of the mind. It, if it's defining, that's not me. Can you see the defining? Can you notice it? Hmm. Can you stay as awareness? Awareness is silent. Awareness is stillness. It's in the stillness. It's in the silence. You're not the painting. You're the painter. So, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up today. I hope that it's really sunk in, that the only way to really keep ex experiencing different experiences is to know that this body and mind that you think to be is part of the experience, is the experience, and you're not that. Investigate, contemplate, recognize, see, be the explorer, investigate. I love you all so very much. I'll see you tomorrow.